Welcome to the Dan Sensei English Podcast, where we're here to make English fun. So if you want to level up your English, but you're bored of your boring textbooks and your English teacher, blah, 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 then you have come to the right place. So without further ado, let's get cracking. All right, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Dan Sensei English Podcast, where we learn fun, useful, and real-world English that doesn't take all day. So, if you're new here, welcome. Thank you for finding this podcast. I hope you enjoy it, and I hope you learn some good stuff along the way. And if you're returning, welcome back. How are you doing today? Hopefully, you're doing pretty well. I'm all right today. I'm not too bad. You know, it's nearly Halloween, which is a spooky ghost way of saying Halloween. And to be honest, I don't really care about Halloween. I don't like you know, dressing up in a costume. I don't really go trick-or-treating. And I don't care about pumpkin spice latte from Starbucks. So Halloween's not really for me, but it is for a lot of people. So if you are celebrating Halloween, I hope you have a spooky time. Or spooky time if you don't like ghost voices. I don't know why I keep making that ghost voice, but I do. Anyway, today we're going to be talking about something else that's a bit spooky in English. And that's talking about English levels. And why is that important? And what does it mean? And how can you find out? All that stuff is coming up right now. In English, you'll hear people say stuff like, My level's B2. I'm C1 in English. And you might be like, What are you talking about? And I guess loads of other language learners feel like that too. Basically, they're talking about the CEFR level. And this means something like common European framework of reference. Or basically, it's a system that lots of European languages use to decide what level you actually are. It's not just English. I think there's about 40 different languages that use the same system. And there are six levels. A1, A2, B1, B2, C1, and C2. In some countries, the CEFR level is important for getting jobs and getting into university. However, if you just want to be able to speak English for fun, then CEFR levels might not be that important to you. Anyway, now we know what the levels are, let's take a look at how you can find out your level. Finding out your level can be a little bit difficult. You could take some kind of exam or test with Cambridge English or something like that if you need to prove your CEFR level for a job or to get into university. Those tests are very detailed and thorough, but they're usually pretty expensive to do. If you don't need a fancy certificate, you could just do the level check quiz I made over on my website. It's a short 10 minute quiz that will test all different aspects of English and give you a level at the end. 
It's not as detailed as those professional tests, but it'll tell you everything you need to know for free and in like 10 minutes. If you want to take the level check quiz, there's a link in the description. In any case, knowing your level is not just so you can put it in your Twitter bio or on your CV. It's important because it'll help you understand what you need to study next to get to the next level. And just before we get into all that good stuff, I want to remind you about the study hacks guide that I made recently that you can download for free. It's full of awesome tips and tricks to help you study English in the most effective way possible. To be honest, I wish someone had told me all this stuff when I started to learn Japanese. I wasted so much time and so much effort studying things in a really inefficient way. I wish I could go back and use these tips from the beginning and I would be so much better at Japanese now. But luckily for you, you can learn from my mistakes. All you've got to do to get this guide is go to dansenseienglish.com slash study squad. There's a link in the show notes for this podcast. So be sure to go there, fill out your details and you'll get the guide instantly and you can start studying smarter, not harder. Anyway, here are some tips for what you should study next to get to the next level. For the A-level learners, your main focus should be learning vocabulary. You need to learn a lot of words because without any words, you can't study any of the more advanced stuff. Your first goal should be learning the 1,500 most common English words. If you know these most common words, you can understand at least 80% of all the words you will read and hear in daily life. If you learn 20 new words a day, you can learn all these words in like 75 days. You need to be consistent and learn new words every day. And don't forget to review the words you've already learned, otherwise you'll forget them. In the description below this video, I put a link to a website that tells you all the common words in English and you can also filter the words by CEFR level so that way you can concentrate on the words that will help you the most. And don't forget to learn the pronunciation and practice saying the words too. You need to be able to say the words you're learning because if you don't, it's going to be very difficult later on. Now, let's take a look at the B level. For the B level, it's time to start getting into grammar. It's time to learn how to use all those words you've been learning to make more complex expressions. I recommend learning about the tenses, modal verbs, prepositions, and conjunctions to start off with. These will help you expand your knowledge in English. You also need to keep studying vocab. 1,500 words is a good start, but the next stop is 3,000 words. With 3,000 words, you'll be able to understand about 95% of all the English that you're going to encounter in daily life. That's a lot of English that you'll be able to understand, so be sure to keep up with the vocabulary studies. It might also be a good idea to start listening to English in your free time too. And this could be like watching YouTube videos in English, 
TV shows, movies, songs, radio, podcasts, you know, whatever. Just get used to listening to English. It's cool if you don't understand much. Don't worry about understanding everything because that's not the goal yet. The goal is to get used to hearing English and trying to understand a little bit more each time. Last, let's take a look at the advanced learners. When you get to the advanced level, it's time to flip the balance between input and output. In the lower levels, there's a focus on input, whereas for you, we need to focus on the output a lot more. Find ways to output your English as much as possible. I highly recommend things like keeping a diary in English that you can use to write in every day. You could also join an online writing group or a book club or a conversation circle. You could take conversation class either in person or online. You could just try to make some new friends who are English speakers. The more you can output and build your confidence, as well as practice all the skills you've learned so far, will help you improve even further. Don't worry too much about making mistakes, as long as you try and learn from them and don't keep making the same mistake. This is why finding someone you can practice with who can correct your mistakes is important. It's probably a good idea to also learn things like phrasal verbs, idioms, slang, and more complex ways to use the grammar that you've already learned in the previous levels to help you sound more natural when you're using English. And that, my friends, is exactly how you can find out your English level, why it's important, and what you need to do next to get to the next level. Of course, we all want to get to the next level, right? Nobody likes being stuck in the same level forever. But sometimes knowing how to get to the next one is not that easy. So hopefully those tips give you some idea what you need to do over the next few weeks or months to get to that next level. As I said before, I did make a level check quiz you can take over on dansenseienglish.com slash level dash check. That's dansenseienglish.com slash level dash check. It takes about 10 minutes. Uh, it gives you the results on the screen straight away. You don't need to sign up or put your email address in or anything like that. Just answer the questions and get your level. It's that easy. So go check it out. I'm also interested to hear what you guys think. Maybe you can get me on Twitter at DanSenseiEnglish underscore or you can find me on Instagram or whatever. And I'm interested to know, do you think it's important to know your English level? And how did you find out your English level? Did you take an online quiz? Did you take a test like TOEIC or IELTS? Did you just wait for your teacher to tell you what level you are? I'm interested to know, so hit me up and let me know what you think. And I just also want to say that although knowing your level is important, like I said, it's not everything. I've met people that do tests and they get told, oh, you're a C2 learner. You're advanced, fluent English. But when they speak, they can't speak. They're basically A1. 
because they spend all the time reading textbooks and they don't spend any time actually speaking English. So no matter what you do, the balance of all the skills is important, depending on what your goal is. You know, if your goal is just to pass the TOEIC test, then great. But if you actually want to speak to people, you need to practice those skills too. And that leads me on to next podcast. The next podcast, I'm going to be talking all about a very powerful technique that you can use to practice speaking English, even if you're on your own. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, wherever you get your podcasts from, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever. And oh, of course, dancenseenglish.com. You can get them from there too. Wherever you get the podcast from, be sure to subscribe. And next week, I'll tell you about all that good stuff. But that's it from me today. I hope that you have a good Halloween doing whatever it is you want to do on Halloween. For me, I will watch Halloween specials for some of my favorite TV shows. Uh, one of my favorite shows these days is called Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And they have a few Halloween special episodes that I like. So I'll probably watch those. And I'll also watch a TV show called Bottom that has a Halloween episode. And I absolutely love it. So I'm probably going to watch that too. Whatever you decide to do, have a good weekend. Have an even better week. And that's it for this podcast. But I'll catch you in the next one.